Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Tuesday, August 8th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Many may not think about grain storage costs while they are at the grocery store, but right now, high grain prices and interest rates make it pricey for farmers and grain elevators. And so you combine these two factors, and what we have is the, the highest borrowing cost for storing grain on record. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer examines how the cost to store grain is impacting the agricultural supply chain. Two Missouri Republican lawmakers and an anti-abortion activist are suing State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick. They are challenging his cost estimate of a ballot petition that would give Missourians the constitutional right to an abortion. Fitzpatrick concluded in April that a proposed amendment overturning Missouri's abortion ban would have no cost to the state if approved by voters. The Missouri Independent reports Republican state senators Mary Elizabeth Coleman and Hannah Kelly, along with abortion activist Kathy Fork, are asking a Cole County judge to order Fitzpatrick to revise his work. They want it to reflect higher potential costs for legalized abortion. More than 47,000 residents have been kicked off their Medicaid plans in Illinois as of August 1st, with more expected to be dropped in the coming months. Mawa Iqbal has more. State data shows a majority of those people didn't turn in their eligibility forms on time. The federal government stopped requiring recipients to prove eligibility during the pandemic. Now that requirement is back, and groups like the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans are trying to get the word out. CEO Samantha Olds-Fry says they're waiting on state data breaking down the drop recipients by demographics. What's driving the percentage of members that aren't returning paperwork? And that's a gap I think we all agree we can close and can do better on. Drop recipients can still enroll in the Affordable Care Act. I'm Mawa Iqbal. Cannabis customers bought more products at Illinois dispensaries in July than any other month since recreational use became legal. The state's Department of Financial and Professional Regulation reports consumers bought nearly 3.6 million items last month, things like joints, vapes, gummies, and cannabis flour. But it was not the state's most lucrative month when it comes to finances. Consumers spent just over $140 million this July, but they spent nearly $144 million in December 2022. Farming can be a stressful occupation, And as Jim Meadows reports, that impacts adolescents as well. The first year of data from a five-year survey of U.S. farming families finds higher than normal levels of depression and anxiety compared to American households as a whole. The symptoms are reported by teens as well as adults. Growing up on a farm in Iowa, University of Illinois agriculture professor Josie Rodolfi says she knows from experience that young people pick up on their parents' worries. But you could feel it. You knew that your family was under stress. You knew the angst and the anxiety that was there. Rodolfi is helping to conduct the survey, now entering its third year. And along with the Illinois Extension, she helps run a 12-state collaborative offering mental health services to farm and ranching families, including a hotline and vouchers for mental health care. I'm Jim Meadows. The world's largest pork processor is closing 35 hog farm sites in Missouri. Smithfield says the decision means roughly 90 workers will be laid off in October. 
In a notice to the state, Smithfield says one of its divisions is cutting operations in Missouri and has to reduce its workforce accordingly. Also, Tyson Foods says it is closing two chicken processing plants in the state. Tyson says it's facing higher labor, grain, and other costs. Anheuser-Busch is selling eight beer brands to a global cannabis company. Tilray Brands is acquiring the labels including Shock Top and Breckenridge in an $85 million deal. Tilray says the agreement will make it the fifth largest craft beer business in the U.S. Anheuser-Busch's North American operations are based in St. Louis. An effort is underway to preserve the Fuller Dome. The 40-foot structure designed by futurist Buckminster Fuller was built in 1971 at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville. Fuller's architecture is found throughout the St. Louis area. Dome director Benjamin Lauder says roof, HVAC, and ADA accessibility improvements are needed. All of those things were turning into opportunities to do a green roof, to do a plaza that would create an outdoor amphitheater kind of space that would help with the ADA accessibility, add some solar fields to create renewables. But the university has told us that our current boiler system will not make it through another season. Louder made those comments yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. When most of us go to the store for a loaf of bread, we may not think about the costs that go into it, like the expense of storing grain. But that's something farmers and millers are thinking about a lot these days. This year, grain storage costs are the highest on record. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports. In the small town of Oakville, Illinois, about 40 miles east of St. Louis, a farmer pulls a tractor cart full of wheat up to the grain pit. He dumps the wheat in the bin, where it will be stored at this co-op. Scott Hari watches from a few feet away. He's in charge of buying the grain here at Top Ag. He says it's gotten a lot more expensive to store wheat, corn, and soybeans. It's, it's frustrating from the standpoint you're not able to make the margins that you intend and think you should be able to make. Not really any fault of your own from the standpoint you're just getting beat by the, you're getting beat by the situation that's being handed to you. The situation that's being handed to him is high grain prices and high interest rates. And so you combine these two factors, and what we have is the, the highest borrowing cost for storing grain on record. That's economist Tanner Emke with CoBank. His company is one of the largest lenders to co-ops and private elevators in the country. Now, those higher grain prices can be great for farmers. But when a grain elevator buys from a farmer, those higher costs are passed on. The elevator stores the grain until, say, a flour mill or ethanol plant buys it. But with that storage part so expensive, elevators don't want to buy the grain too early. So it's the hot potato, and who's going to get stuck holding it? Well, it'll probably be the, the co-op, because they're obligated to hold it. Co-ops are owned by the farmers, so they have to buy the grain when the farmers are ready to sell. And that means co-ops might be paying a little less than private elevators this year. That is the beauty and the curse of a market. You know, for everybody that's happy in that market, there's probably another person that's unhappy. Ag economics professor Chet Hart of Iowa State University says the unhappy ones right now are those who store the grain. Now, Hart says farmers are used to uncertainties. Most of your elevators, your co-ops, they've been through periods like this before. They can do some moves to help manage the financial risk that they face. Given the increased cost, it does mean that any misstep they might make financially has a bigger impact on their bottom line. 
but consumers probably won't feel it in their bottom lines. Here's why. If you think about a loaf of bread at the market, there's a lot of steps between the farmer and that loaf. A farmer grows the wheat, a grain elevator stores it, then sells it to a flour mill. When the flour is produced, the mill sells it to a bakery, which makes the bread and sells it to the store. Emke says each of the players in the grain chain will eat some of that high storage cost. By the time you get to the consumer, there's been so much processing that they're not really going to recognize what's going on on price. They're not directly impacted by what's going on uh, with the cost of storage. Back in southwest Illinois, Scott Hari with the co-op says current market conditions have him watching two things. One, what the Federal Reserve decides to do about interest rates, and two, the drought. And here the next four weeks is going to be very critical on whether we're going to have a good corn crop or not. And if not, grain prices and the cost to store it could push even higher. In Oakville, Illinois, I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Before wrapping up, politicians usually debate in the legislative chambers, but once a year, Illinois and Missouri lawmakers continue that spirited rivalry in the bi-state softball showdown. St. Louis Public Radio's Brian Munoz brings us some of the sounds from this year's matchup at Bush Stadium. Lindsay, leading off, Donnellman, DeLuca, and Kelly. We got it, we got it, we got it. Yes, yes, we got it. We love our sports in Illinois, and we're bringing it to Missouri today. Just know that when we take the field, it's on and popping. Good, good job. Good job. Wow, I, I'm telling you, you walk out here, this is awesome. I'm feeling pretty good. Missouri's pretty strong. We got some big corn-fed boys, so I think it's going to be good. Good job, Bishop. Let's see, the, let's see that speed, boys. Any day at the ballpark's better than a day at work. I had a really great time with a lot of great people and made a lot of the legislators from Illinois and talked to them. Come to find out, we're an awful lot alike. That was Illinois Assistant House Majority Leader Jay Hoffman, Illinois State Senator Doris Turner of Springfield, Missouri Representative Tara Peters of Rolla, and Representative Don Mayhew of Crocker during the annual softball game. Our photojournalist Tristan Rouse has some images from Missouri's 10-2 win at stlpr.org. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis, Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.